0: Hello friends, and welcome to the Higher Self Daily Podcast. Consider this a rest stop along the winding, often challenging path of being both a human being and a spiritual being. A place to rest your mind and heart and feel not alone in the process of remembering who you came here to be. I'm Karina Devi, and together we'll explore awakening, healing mindful, embodied living, and so much more. Thank you for being here in your full humanness and your bright inner light. Welcome to Higher Self. When we are on a healing journey, whether it is mental, emotional, physical, or otherwise, there are three key stages that we go through. Victim, Survivor, Sage. The first is the victim stage. Please don't let anyone tell you that you don't have a right to be in that state. We often hear this idea in the personal development and spiritual communities that you should never be a victim or that there's no such thing as a victim. And while we don't want to be a victim to all of our life circumstances and everything that we experience, it is a real thing. And feeling like a victim is a natural response to trauma or challenge. To tell ourselves that we shouldn't feel that way when something awful or unjust has occurred is simply bypassing our very real human experience in the name of a spiritual ideal. That doesn't get us any closer to healing. In fact, it takes us in the opposite direction and perpetuates the wound by attempting to graze over that wounded place when it is throbbing and raw, it just keeps everything stirred up. We actually need that space. It is the initial recoil and retreat. It's the space where we recognize that something profoundly challenging occurred, and it hurt, and we are heartbroken, or enraged, or sad, or frozen. That initial victim state is is the most delicate, vulnerable, and perhaps sacred stage of the healing journey. Not letting ourselves spend adequate time in the victim stage is kind of like burning your hand on the stove and refusing to pull it back from the fire. That recoil from what happened is when we say, oh, that was wrong, that was not okay. That immediate response often takes time to settle. It takes time for our nervous system to downregulate from the experience. If you got into a car accident, you might be shaken for quite some time. If you have an injury, you might be in the hospital healing for a little while. So we don't rush through it. We let ourselves be there and we feel those feelings fully. We let ourselves sink into them, and we release, we cry, we talk about it, we move it in intuitive ways. We let ourselves be there in that first stage, unapologetically. And then, eventually, something happens. This shift occurs where we go from victim to survivor. And that's where we get a little more fiery about what happened to us. We say, How dare that person treat me that way? Or, I can't believe the system is this unjust. You know, whatever it is, we get angry, we get passionate. There's all of this energy that floods our system. And we often say, I want to change something. So this is often where we will take an action in response to what happened. Maybe we file a lawsuit or we write a letter or we tell a person how we felt. Maybe we become an activist. That survivor state is invigorating and we need that flood of energy to mobilize our system and help thaw that frozen, withdrawn state that we may have initially been in. Moving into the survivor stage is us reclaiming our power. And again, there's a time in which we need to be there. There's a process that has to unfold. So we don't wanna rush it, but we also don't wanna stay there forever. Because when we're in that place, We're angry. We're in opposition. We're frustrated. We're running a lot of fight energy. If you're in that place for maybe a number of years, that's often a sign that we haven't fully metabolized the experience from the body yet. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just tells us that that wound still needs healing, it still needs love. Keeping in mind that the bigger the trauma, the more intentionality consistency and support that is required to fully metabolize the experience. We want to lean into somatic tools like somatic experiencing trauma resolution, EMDR, and other body and nervous system-based approaches. So, what's after Survivor? The final stage is what I call the SAGE. The sage is the stage where we look back and we see how we have grown through that challenge. We see that it set us on a path that we would not have found ourselves on without that experience. And you know, maybe it would have happened in some other way, but it was that particular challenge that brought it to you. We see how though we have lost, we have also gained. We recognize how we have grown how we have changed for the better, how we have gotten to know ourselves, our power, and our truth more fully and clearly. If we can recognize that, for example, the diagnosis of an illness was the thing that made you more present with your life and your family and what matters, it was a particular friendship that taught you how to hold rock solid boundaries. It was the toxic relationship that made you dig deep and connect with your true worth. We come to see that each challenge we experienced was not just something happening to us randomly, at least I don't believe that. And most of all, we were not being punished. What I believe is that those challenges, large and small, were the catalyst for you to meet your true self, to be shaped and molded and seasoned into the being that you came here to be. And again, we don't rush. We don't seek it out. We just let it come. We're open to it and we trust that it will all unfold in its own way. Suffering often ends where empowering meaning begins. And because it is empowering meaning, it's meaning that is specific to you. It's not what someone else says. It's not what kind of logically makes sense. It's what resonates in your heart and soul as profound truth. It's the truth that just drops into your awareness while you're on a walk one day, and it brings this wash of relief. Like, oh, that's why that happened. That's what came out of it. And then there can even be this gratitude for what occurred because of the gift it brought, because of the gem of wisdom or purpose or knowledge or the cultivation of a quality or skill within you that it catalyzed. One of my beloved teachers, Matt Kahn, says, Thank you, darkness, for showing me the power of my own light. If we can start to look at the challenges we've experienced, not just as things that we wish didn't happen to us, but as something that might have actually been purposeful, that a higher part of us may have actually chosen before we came into this life because we knew that it was going to awaken something powerful within us, something that in time will evolve into wisdom and us being the integrated wise elder we've always known we could be. That suffering softens. The armor, the pain, and anger and sadness, all of it, it just starts to dissolve. So if you can look back at something you've experienced that at the time was very challenging, but now you feel pretty well complete with it. It feels pretty much processed. Consider asking yourself these questions. How have I grown through this? What did I learn through this experience about myself, about others, about human nature or pain or what I'm capable of? What am I proud of myself for in navigating this? What space in myself did this introduce me to? How am I better because of this? What qualities in me increased? Maybe you're more empathetic or patient or fierce or discerning. We can reach a point where we look back at every single thing that's happened to us with contentment and even gratitude and this perspective of, Oh, wow, that was exactly what I needed at that time. That was exactly what I needed to get from where I was to where I am now. Eckhart Tolle says, Life will give you whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. How do you know this is the experience you need? Because this is the experience you're having at the moment. Something that I've personally developed in recent years is this laser-like discernment that I trust infallibly But I didn't get that overnight. I had to have all of these really crazy experiences, some in which I was taken advantage of, abused, disrespected, lied to, like you name it. I had to wise up a little bit about people and the world and get honest with myself about what I wanted and needed and deserved. Now, I don't wish away any of those experiences no matter how painful and confusing they were at the time because I have cultivated this incredible skill that will be with me for the rest of my life and I use it nearly every day. Remember this, the lessons don't appear until the emotions have cleared. And you don't have to seek out the meaning. Empowered meaning will rise to the surface in precisely the right moment when you're ready for it. You don't need to search for it. You don't need to try and make meaning out of something, especially when you're in that victim or survivor state. Meaning comes later. So let yourself be solidly in those first two stages. Feel, express, take action, get support. Let it move through you in the ways that it needs to while being kind to yourself. And you will find yourself at that end stage a deeper, wiser, more content, vibrant human. Many, many blessings on your journey. Thank you for listening and spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, please share this episode, whether that's on social media or sending it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or TikTok, and my handle for both of those is at Karina.davy. If you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead weekly meditations, workshops, women's circles, community gatherings, and more. Alongside my partner, the incredible master coach, Jacob Metzger. To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.hireself.earth. It's also linked in the show notes. And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. You'll also find information there about courses, in-person retreats, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a beautiful day.